If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy, The Wayne in the Building. Right back in here, another Tuesday. Super excited, as always, to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to the show. We are grateful that you're listening. And I love to start every show by thanking the listeners, man, because without you, there is no show. And uh you guys just make it awesome uh just seeing the likes and the shares of the podcast. So I want you to do me a favor right now, man, and um screenshot your player. Uh to my, my homeboy Grady that didn't know what that was. Now he know what it is, how to screenshot whatever device you have, and share it on social media, let people know that you're listening to the bar podcast. And like I do every week, I bring in awesome guests. And this segment is actually probably the most of my listeners' favorite segment is what we call our local pastor spotlight. And I uh, hit this brother up, uh, seemed like years ago, and he picked the date years ahead. But uh, by God's grace, we're here, and uh, God has not returned. And we have on today, Pastor DJ. What's up, brother? Hey, how you doing, Brother Dwayne? Hey, man, I am blessed and grateful that you're here. Um, I love to start the show off, man. Just uh, give you an opportunity to introduce yourself to my listeners, share whether whatever you want to share, whether it's personal or professional. You got the floor to do that right here. Yeah, sir. First of all, I want to tell you, man, you got the best theme song on any podcast across this nation, man. Well, thank you, <laughs> I get sir. very excited when I hear that theme. <laughs> my Shout out to T Barlow. Once that theme song come on. <laughs> but uh, my name is uh, DJ Davion Arnold, uh, 33 years old. Uh, I'm married to what I call my poetry in motion, uh, my wife for 11 years. Uh, we have three children. Uh, both me and my wife both are nurses uh, by occupation. And uh, I'm currently uh, almost in my first year uh, as pastor of Mount Olive Baptist Church in Twinsburg, Ohio, where we say that Jesus is still famous. Amen to that. Awesome, man. So where is, uh, you said Twinsburg? Where is that at in Ohio? Yeah. Like. 
Man, I knew you was going to ask that question. Now, I'm originally <laughs> from Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> I okay, moved down to okay. Virginia about six years ago. And uh, when I heard about Princeburg, I asked the same question. <laughs> uh, I come to find out, uh, we're only actually about 15 to 20 minutes away from Alistair Beggs Church, uh, oh, actually. Nice. So we're right outside of Cleveland. Okay, okay. Because my new job, I, I fly to Ohio at least once a month. Um, I'm in the, I guess you could say Akron is probably the biggest place, but like the plant that I'm, I work for is in Massillon, Ohio. So I'll be up that okay. way quite a, quite a bit, man. Should make a trip down next far. time. Yeah. Twinsburg <laughs> is actually in the middle between Cleveland and Akron. So we're right in the middle. Oh, nice. Okay. Good deal, man. Well, listen, man, you, you, you talked about the call, uh, to go up there. You was in, uh, Virginia. Uh, tell me a little bit about that story, man, of, uh, of where, where you were. And as far as ministry goes and then getting the call to be a pastor, tell me a little bit about that story. Man, first of all, I, I, I kind of, if you don't mind if I go back, man, my freshman go year. Go back, high man. School, Do your thing. And my freshman year of high school, man, the Lord saved me. A uh, young lady invited me to church. I ended up going. And of course, you know, a pretty lady, you're going to keep going. If that's the only time you get to spend with her, <laughs> particularly mm-hmm. being that young. Uh, mm-hmm. but eventually I kept going and the preacher, man, he just kept on preaching. I mean, straight the Bible, straight, you know, talking about the cross and Calvary, what Jesus did, uh, got me excited one day. I'm at home. I'm reading about it. I would go to him every, every week with more questions after questions to the point to where I was even beating people that went to the church. It was only about 10 members there. And none of them was in a choir at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. it was about four miles from my house and every Sunday, man, I will walk. Uh, just to get to church, man, four miles with a hoodie on and some shorts. Uh, mm. matter of fact, some of the older members would see me walking down the street, man. Instead of picking me up, they would just wave. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was on my way to church, man. <laughs> they did me wrong, I tell you, but I love them. I love them. But, uh, they want to make sure you persevere, I, man. They was preparing you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I just couldn't put the Bible down, man. Uh, I would be at school, man. and at lunchtime, I, I stopped being around my friends as much, uh, not because I didn't like them. It's just I just wanted to read the Bible, man. And eventually, uh, that's when I was 14. I actually started preaching the gospel when I was 16 years old. Wow. Uh, was a licensed minister, man, a youth pastor. Uh, the pastor was putting me in the midst of even men. Uh, I would teach men Sunday school. Men would take me home to deacons, and they would ask me all these biblical questions, man. I used to be like, man, y'all keep me out here for two or three hours. But I got to go in the house and do some homework. <laughs> uh, but that's kind of how I started off in the ministry. And then I went off to play football uh, originally at Liberty University down in Lynchburg, okay. Virginia. And uh, while I was there, I met uh, a pastor named Pastor Everhart. Uh, matter of fact, me and my wife, when we met there, uh, originally when we were getting married, he was our counselor uh, before mm. we ended up moving back to Dayton, Ohio. But years had passed. Uh, me and him kept, kept in contact here and there, and I probably didn't talk to him for two or three years. And he mm-hmm. called me one day and said, hey, I recommended you uh, as a pastor of, of a church up in Twinsburg, uh, my home church that I grew up in. They just lost a pastor, and I think that you'll be a great fit. And that's mm-hmm. how I ended up going up there, Dwayne. Wow. Wow. That's amazing, man. That's an amazing story. Um, and, and the fact that that, that recommendation uh, you know, and I tell people all the time, man, you know, you be careful how you treat folks, man. You never know who and when and what and where God to use somebody, man, that'll, that'll, that'll elevate you, man. And it's funny because, 
your story remind me a little bit of mine. Uh, you know, I, I used to be excited about church as a kid. I didn't walk the whole four miles. I actually went up the street, uh, about three, three houses <laughs> down to Miss Odell house. Miss Odell would always take me to Sunday school, even when my parents weren't going. So I know about getting out there. Uh, I didn't have on a hoodie and shorts. I had on my slacks and my, my Sunday shoes. So <laughs> yes, sir. Ready, ready. But yeah, man. So, all right. Now we're here. Uh, you, you start in. Uh, coming in as pastor, talk about uh, just the, the beginning stages, man, of, of getting in and getting established. Cause this is your first senior pastor position, correct? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, so let's let's talk about that through. that move. Yeah. So when uh, when I first started, uh, first of all, when they had me up there as one of the candidates, uh, I had preached, and I don't preach long. I'm a 20 minute uh, preacher, try to stand on the word of God, keep it real simple, and go home. And uh, when I was up there, this church, you know, had an older congregation. Uh, matter of fact, I want to say the youngest person when I was coming was probably 30 years older than me <laughs> uh, as, wow. I, as I first started. Uh, the church kind of had dwindled down. Uh, they had lost the pastor and everything. And uh, I, I just I preached and I went home and I said to my wife, I don't think they ever going to call me back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and a couple months later, they did it again. They called me. I went up you know, preach. And I didn't hear from them for a while. You know, no one called me and said, hey, thank you for coming, really, or or anything. It just, after about three or four months, they ended up calling again. Uh, then eventually, you know, they had to vote uh, and voted me in. And one of the first things I had to do uh, when I got there was really get to learn the culture and the people. Um, because it was a different environment than what I was used to. Uh, come and found out the, the church itself is 88 years old. Uh, I'm the 14th pastor, so that's an average of about six years for a pastor. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I got a deacon that's been a deacon for a long time, and uh, I remember he was on the phone talking to me before I made the decision. Uh, he told me, he said, well, our last pastors, you know, both of them had a heart attack. Uh, years back, one of our pastors was, was murdered. <laughs> Hmm. And uh, I was kind of scared, Dwayne. I said, well, look, I only got two options <laughs> if I go up here. Um, <laughs> but everything, you know, everything ended up working out. And come and find out that the Twinsburg, we actually in what you call Twinsburg Heights, or they call okay. the place that our church is at on the hill. It's actually mm-hmm. a historical African-American community. Uh, oh. Chrysler used to be there in, in there in the community. And a guy a long time ago had uh, said that the first black preacher that move in that area, he will uh, build a church. He will help build a church or provide a lot for a church to be built. And a guy named Pastor Robbins, uh, Reverend Robbins, ended up uh, moving into the community, and that's how the church came about. Uh, wow. Baptist. wow, wow, wow. That's cool, man. So you talked about, uh, and that's funny about the, the three past. I mean, not funny, but I, I, I could imagine that making you a little fearful. Uh, hey man, you, you might know. need to check on me every year. <laughs> God, hey, <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. Yeah, we'll we'll bring you on every year. Just make sure you straight. <laughs> but uh, but so you talked about the uh, you know the the talking to the deacon. Was there any kind of like uh, you know, rough patch in the transition and bring you in? Were there like things that you that you went through and then you, you know, if somebody, you knew somebody else that might go through it, like, you know, give them some wisdom. Was there any situations like that, you know, where you, you saw something or you went through something and you were like, okay, if I ever had to do this again, I'll do it different. 
man, one of the things, uh, and I and I think and I thank God for wise counsel. Um, I'm, I will say I was blessed, you know, even with this transition. And it might be because I did listen to a lot of wise counsel, whether that was on a podcast, a book, or men that I do know that's already been ministering. And one of the first things that they had told me was, you know, call and get to know every single member in their story and why they go to the church and et cetera. And I spent my whole first month calling every single person. Because when mm-hmm. you first go, people that didn't vote for you, they let you know. <laughs> you know, they give you that look. <laughs> or they let you know. But eventually, I think that God even allowed me to win them over uh, just because, again, man, a pastor, a young guy come in, pastor, you know, definitely cares, and he actually calls me. And that made a significant difference. Um, mm. I was actually uh, traveling and still is traveling, believe it or not. Uh, I actually don't move there till May. So I've been traveling oh. up for a whole year, every mm. weekend. Yeah, man, and God has really just been blessing. Uh, I mean, we went from when I first came, maybe even from a numerical standpoint, maybe 25 members of Sunday. Now mm-hmm. we have consistently probably 70 <laughs> uh, to 80, wow. uh, sometimes more than that, and I'm not even there yet, you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. God is really blessing. And uh, but I would tell people, man, really get to know the people as soon as you can. Know their mm-hmm. story and know their why, you know, because that's going to allow you to know the DNA of the church that you're, that you're pastoring. Gotcha. That's, that's, that's good. Uh, that's good advice for sure. For sure. For sure. And so, wow, I didn't know you were still commuting, man. That's, that's, uh, that's impressive. Um, what, how far is the, how far is the commute to get up there? Man, six, six hours, man. Six okay. hours. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I can't, I can't hardcore on you though, cause, uh, my wife, before we got married, she was about five and a half from me, and I came down here every other weekend. I was in love, so I get it. I get it. Hey, Amen. Hey, that's a good comparison too. I like yeah, that. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So you talked about the the community. Uh, it, it, were there some things that you, uh, I guess you know, once you get up there, uh, have planned or want to do? Uh, in that community, or are there some some projects you you kind of want to put in place, and maybe already started? So, or, or anything like that with the community? Yeah, there's some things that's actually in the work. Doing that's a good question because uh, one of the things is that the community have changed a lot, but the church haven't. So mm-hmm. there was a time where in the community, I mean, this community where everybody didn't even have water. I mean, all the way up until the 80s, uh, mm-hmm. even though Chrysler was there, the way it was set up because it was an African American community. The water pipes literally would go around as far as the water to the communities around wow. it would go around or through Twinsburg, but not yet to that <laughs> that community. And uh, so they have a lot of history there. The reason why I brought that up is because they right now they still kind of have, I would say the members kind of still have that mindset with that history. And they kind of mm-hmm. haven't really caught up yet, <laughs> you know, to 2020. Mm-hmm. And we kind of sit around and laugh about it sometimes. But the community have changed. Now you have a low income uh housing development uh, that's in the community. You have a sink uh, temple that's in the community. And you also mm-hmm. have different people of different backgrounds that's not African-American now in the community. Uh, now the question is, what are we going to do? You know, we have to go beyond these walls uh, to make sure that we're connected with people. You know, I want a, our church to be the center of the community, uh, mm-hmm. a resource for the community in every level, not only spiritually, but mentally, physically, in every area. So uh, we're basically going to reintroduce ourselves to the community in June. Uh, we're going to have a block party, uh, which is a follow-up to Vacation Bible School. 
vacation Bible school is, of course, at the church, but the black party, we're going out to the community, off the premises of the church, to a little park that's in the neighborhood, and kind of reintroduce ourselves, you know, to the community and let them know that we're there. Awesome. Awesome. I love it, brother. I love it. Sounds good. Sounds exciting. We'll definitely be uh, praying for you guys in this, uh, you know, the 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 local past spotlight man we we've had guys that were church planners uh been there for years you know you just you know you you there a year and commuting so uh, i know my listeners are going to uh value uh some you know things that you're saying and and find nuggets that that would be a blessing to them cuz what i what i found out about local past spotlight man is uh you pastors you guys aren't alone you know, a lot of your stories are similar to other stories that people going through. I get it all the time, man. I really appreciated this guy. You know, he's going through exactly what I'm going through or he's been through what I'm about to embark on, you know, so I definitely appreciate you coming on the show and sharing that with me, brother. The Bar Podcast will return right after this. Thankful Homemaker is a blog and podcast created to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. Thankful Homemaker provides truth-filled, gospel-driven encouragement to homemakers who amid their ordinary days desire to honor and glorify God in all things. Come visit thankfulhomemaker.com for the latest articles and podcasts. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or on your favorite podcast catcher. So ladies, pop in your headphones as you're doing dishes, cooking dinner, or folding laundry, and sit with me, host Marcy Farrell, as we chat together on how God's Word impacts everything we do as Christian women. And now, back to the Bar Podcast. Here's your host, Dwayne Atkinson. All right, we're back in here with my man, Pastor DJ. Uh, man, so on this side of the, the, the break, man, we do what we call our bar signature questions. These are three questions I asked all of my guests. And I know you, you know these questions and are probably prepared for these questions. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right in. The first signature question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Man, though I'm 33 years old, I, you know, I grew up <laughs> around my grandpa and grandmother and older aunts. So I love the blues. Uh, Dwayne, nice. anything from Bobby Boogland to Johnny Taylor, Johnny Gertrude mm. Watson, all the way up to gospel hip hop, uh, mm. which is uh, one of my favorite gospel hip hop uh, artists. Actually, is from this area that I live. His name is Jared Sanders. Uh, okay. Check him out. Uh, definitely for sure. He got an album called Hurry Up and Wait and also All In. Uh, beautiful Eulogy, Eshawn Burgundy, and Shylin, Uh some of my favorite artists. Nice. All right, man. Next signature bar question is, what book or yeah, what books are you reading? Uh, right now, uh, HB Charles, which is probably my one of my favorite preachers for sure. I'm sure. Um, yeah. You know, reading one of his books called it happens after prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also reading a nine marks book by James Dunlop, uh, which is budgeting for a healthy church. And then it's this small book that I'm reading that I wish I had before I started pastoring. Um, by, I don't know if the guy is well known or not. His name is Paul Powell. Uh, but he has a book called Shepherding and Sheep in a Smaller Church. Mm, okay. Sounds good, man. I'll probably have to get you to give me those links, man, so we can uh, post them in the show notes, uh, those titles, okay. so I can post them in the show notes for sure. All right, last signature bar question. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to? Man, podcast, podcast number one, of course, is The Bar. Yay, uh, yay. Secondly, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Secondly, would be uh, on preaching by H.B. Charles. Um, Simeon Trust and Matt Marsh got a new one called Preacher's Talk. 
and my brother's man, your brother's girl, and Virgil just thinking. Uh, yeah. Their whole, I didn't even know that these brothers didn't even know each other. Well, I haven't seen each other uh, right. for a long time before they, you know, before they met. And that just blew my mind how they uh, can collaborate with one another. Yeah, man, that that's that's an amazing story, man. Um, just uh, the beauty of technology and uh, putting the right people together. You know, somebody really smart thought of, to put them together, but uh, I digress. That's <laughs> fair. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> oh man, but no, that that's that's an awesome list, man. Uh, I love uh, HB as well. Um, actually, looking forward to seeing him for the first time. I had him on the show. Looking forward to seeing him uh, in a week or two at Ligonier National Conference. Um, so that's going to be exciting. Um, yeah, exciting. Finally meet him. Yeah, that's, that's he's a solid, solid guy. So, man, uh, as we get ready to slide out of here, man, I love to give my guests opportunity to give any words of encouragement and the words close. And uh, I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. I tell all my brothers, make sure you love the people, learn the people, and live among them. Uh, know your doctrine. Uh, rather, if you're in a position of preparing to be a pastor, but know your doctrine, know where you stand on certain issues, and also just read, 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 and pray, pray, pray till you can't pray and read no more. Amen. Amen. Good words, brother. I appreciate you again coming on the show, and uh, I'm excited uh, for the friendship first and uh, and definitely the, the godly connection, man. And uh, to the bar listeners, make sure you check out the bar podcast every Tuesday. Make sure you go to uh, thebarpodcast.com. That's where you'll find the bar podcast as well as the bar podcast network. The list is getting too long to list. So I'm going to stop saying everybody's name. Just go to the link, hit click on the network tab and you'll see everybody right there. Make sure you go to the bargear.com, pick up some bar gear so you can rep your favorite podcast, guys. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. Until next time, we are out.
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there